welcome to Mindful Christian Year. This is the short podcast to help us practice the presence of God in the present moment. We call that Christian Mindfulness. My name is Karen, and I'm glad you're here. So how are you feeling about the election and the state of politics right now? Are you bombarded with fear about what's going to happen to the United States? Do you feel the crush of election anxiety? Well, you're not alone. I am a registered independent because neither party has a platform that I fully endorse. I dislike the lack of civility. Um, I dislike the tone of the campaigning today. And I hate the name calling that has infiltrated our political system. I've experienced fears for our democracy that I never expected to have in my lifetime. And as Sarah Young writes in Jesus Listens, people are calling evil good and good evil. That leads to anxiety. Jesus didn't want us to lead lives that were filled with dread, so we have to deal with anxiety thought by thought by thought. We can be sure it's possible because Paul tells us to take captive every thought in 2 Corinthians 2.5. Christian mindfulness makes it easier to fulfill this advice. To take your thoughts captive and to overcome anxiety, you have to do five things and you have to do them repeatedly. The five things are notice, stop, pray, refocus, and act. Let's start with notice. Listen to your thoughts. Listen to what's going on in your head, particularly if you're starting to feel anxious. Listen to yourself and and see what you're saying to yourself. This um, notice is mindfulness. It's reaching into yourself and saying where you are in the present moment. Uh, Paying attention on purpose, which is another frequent um, definition of mindfulness, helps us to listen to the chatter that we have going on. And it's a good thing because our thoughts direct our emotions. If our thoughts go out of control, our emotions quickly go out of control too. Whenever we get wound up in anxiety, bad thoughts are usually the reason. The second step after you have listened to yourself is to stop. And you can even say stop out loud. I know some people that if they're in private do the old air horn noise to themselves to make themselves stop and take a few deep, slow breaths. Become more present. And once you have stopped, the third step is to pray. Once we feel a bit more calm, we need to pray for God's grace to help us keep focused on him. We can't do it without God's help. Here's one prayer. Lord, help me to not be overcome by uncertainty and fear. Help me not to wallow in the fears of evil. I know none of what's happened is a surprise to you, and I know in the end you will triumph. I know that I may not even be understanding this correctly. Instead, I trust in you as my constant companion. So once we have prayed and welcomed God into the picture, step four is to refocus. God wants us to focus on his presence in the present moment. So if it helps, visualize Jesus being alongside you. I have a number of friends who's, um, who have a screen that has Jesus's picture that they can look at or carry Jesus's picture 
in their um, in their photos a picture of him that they like so they can look at him and get really feeling like they're focused with him. I sometimes like to figure out to say, I think you're here in the room. You're in this chair. That really makes it more real for me. So as you refocus, think about God's character and all the ways that he is with you and focus on God's good with goodness. Um, you can do gratitude for a few minutes if necessary to get yourself to refocus on God. And then finally, step five, act. You are not supposed to just sit in your room and be scared to death about what's going to happen next. You are supposed to be a force for good in the world. God wants you and me to be a light shining in the darkness. And we can do this if we practice the presence of God. If we seek his will for what we should do to become a force for good, he will help us to find it. And then we can fill our calendars with things that we know God wants to do, wants us to do, such as what? Okay, spiritual practices. Um, we know that God wants us to practice all different types of prayer. He wants us to do Bible study. He wants us to, um, to have a Sabbath. He wants us to give gifts of our time and our money to good causes and to supporting our church. And he wants us to have intentional Christian fellowship in the church and hopefully in a small group, especially if you're in a very large church where you can make deep, deep friendships. There are the seven spiritual works of mercy. God wants us to do that. What are they? Um, counsel the doubtful, instruct the ignorant, admonish the sinner, comfort the sorrowful, forgive all injuries, bear wrongs patiently, and pray for the living and the dead. And then there are the acts of corporal mercy. That, those are acts that primarily address the needs of the poor and the helpless. They are things like feeding the hungry and giving drink to the thirsty, visiting the imprisoned, buying clothing for those who need it, caring for the sick, and sheltering travelers who need help. And finally, we know that God wants us to have control over our tongues and over what we say. Um, if you can't, if the way that you are going to communicate does not show the gifts of the Holy Spirit, then be quiet. Stop typing and stop talking. Um, instead, talk to God about your concerns that you are having and don't dump them on your friends or your family and certainly don't dump them onto social media. Go back to prayer and pray to God about what your concerns are. We need to focus on the good that we can do. God has prepared works in advance for all of us to do. And as we become a force for good, our anxiety will melt away. To find more ideas and inspiration for your Christian mindfulness practice, visit mindfulchristianyear, all one word, dot com. And let me know what ideas you like, or if you have any that you'd like to suggest. I wish you blessings for you and your loved ones.